Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman. This week, we got a special guest from Arkansas, so I'm really proud uh, someone from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. John Stein is here with us, and he is actually the regional fishery supervisor, and uh, big title, but, yeah. it, but <laughs> for us anglers yeah. and for people in northwest Arkansas, in this region, it's really important that uh, we reach out and we get to talk to John and touch on some of the important topics that we have going on here. And uh, we have Beaver Lake, but we have other reservoirs. Um, I think Lake Hinesville. Do you guys yeah, do? We have Lake Hinesville. Uh, some of the bigger lakes we have up here. Obviously, I think you talk. We talk about Swepco Lake. Yeah. Um, Bob Kid, Elmdale, Crystal Lakes, and then all the. Uh, all the other city lakes we manage right. as well, like Lake Fayetteville, Lake Sequoia, and uh, obviously Beaver Lake's the real big right. one. And that's what we have in the background, so uh, we're not afraid to say that we're we're living on the shoreline that's of right. Beaver Lake. But you're here because uh, something I had seen was uh, habitat, and habitat on Beaver Lake. Beaver Lake is uh, an Ozark Highland Reservoir, which is the very clear lakes usually and there's uh, three of them in the White River chain. There's Beaver Lake's the first one, Table Rock, and then Bull Shoals. And so uh, we are the first ones, and we're having some issues, aren't we, with, uh, with having the standing timber. It's an older reservoir now, and we're losing our standing timber. And, and you guys have come in, and, and tell us about what you've been doing. Okay, so the... As you said, the lake is 56 years old around there, and a lot of the standing timber is is gone a lot of the right. stuff that was there originally is gone and uh the arkansas game and fish we do we do two large-scale fish habitat projects a year and some some of those projects can cost up to sixty thousand dollars in in funding you know as far as getting uh salaries and all the supplies to do them right so we knew we were going to be doing something like that on beaver so we decided to try to get more funding Right. On top of that, we used it as leverage to get more funding. So we worked with the Beaver Watershed Alliance, and we put in for some uh, a grant from the National Fish Habitat Partnership. Right. And uh, it was to it was to do two things. It was to um, improve water quality in the watershed by reducing sedimentation, right. and then to do a huge uh, uh, in lake fish habitat project. So basically, uh, Clifty Creek. We have a uh, <clears throat> we're doing some stream bank stabilization right in in the watershed and uh they're going to fix about three really bad eroded bank it's about 300 feet or 300 feet long right and uh, they're going to come in and fix that do a stream bank stabilization project they're also going to uh add some uh native plants grasses and trees to the to the riparian area so it prevents Uh prevents more erosion in the future so that was the first part of the project that that got uh, funding from the National Fish Habitat Partnership, um, Bass Pro Shop donated wow. donated thirty five thousand uh-huh. for that, oh, um, and then the second part of it was to do fish habitat in the lake, and we did a, a two week fish habitat project around Rocky Branch and Highway Twelve areas right. with the Arkansas Game and Fish, and we put in over uh, one hundred and forty three new fish habitat sites. Wow! And uh, each one of those sites has six six up to six cedar trees and wow. and the average size cedar tree in the project was seven inches in diameter 
Wow, that's a big tree. Yeah, and uh-huh. the biggest one was 20 inches. Wow. <laughs> what does it like, take to sink something it, like that? Lots that, of cylinder blocks? It took 32 blocks to sink the, the, the really big one. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's 32, you know, 40-pound blocks. And it, it, it'll be there, you know, once those – once those cedar trees get to the bottom of the lake, uh-huh. as long as there isn't current, they'll be there for, for years, that, right. that big of a tree. So we did that um, in, in December, right? And that was linked to that huge project. Right. And then in, uh, in January, the core, the core actually, we had to get permits to do this cedar cutting. Right. And it's only on, uh, it's on our wildlife management area, Beaver Lake Wildlife Management Area and some of the islands. Okay. And uh, they they actually had a field below the dam that they wanted to restore to a native prairie. It used to be a used to be a prairie. Now it's right. just infested with cedar trees. So we worked with the core, and they actually brought in heavy equipment, and we removed over 220 cedar trees from that field, hauled them up to the lake around the dam, and 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 sunk them in the lake around the dam. Wow. And so right now we have about 180 habitat sites we've put in in those projects. And uh, we're planning to do planning to do a bunch more because we have other partners that want to want to help us out. And one of them, uh, you know, we used to have a crappie club in Beaver Lake. Yep. They're gonna they're they're gonna be working with us at some point, and uh, we're gonna be focusing more in 2022 on the upper end of the lake and the river arms. Right up here know, we like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, because we spent because of logistics, we spent a lot of our time uh, around the dam. And right. uh, the middle part of the lake, just because that's where we had a ton of cedar trees. You know, we, we sank over uh, just under 900 cedar trees in that wow. first project. And that was a, you know, you, ha- you need to have access to the cedar trees and then permission from the core to cut the cedar trees. And that's right. where we had it. Okay. Um, we do have, the cool thing is we do have permission from the core to, to do some remove cedars from uh, the Blue Springs area. Right. And so... That's in this area, so that's good. And that's a very popular place. If you ever come to Beaver Lake and you're going to go crappie fishing, Kelly Creek, uh, Blue Springs, those are two very popular areas that people fish. There's still some standing timber in the river arms where you can still fish them and you can see them, but not as many as there used to be. So to get those cedar trees in and stuff, you have a barge, is that right? Right, or and, someone uh, does. Well, the Arkansas Game and Fish, we have uh, we have two big barges right now. Um, one of them is based out of Mountain Home. Uh-huh. And it actually is. Uh, it's designed. It was designed by. I think it was built by uh, Tracker Marine, but its uh, its motors turned around backwards. So it's a right. 150 horsepower motor is turned around backwards. Yeah. So when you when you're pulling into the bank with the front of the boat, right, you're in reverse. Oh, that's and when crazy. you hook up when you hook up to a twenty inch cedar tree that weighs fifteen hundred pounds, wow! And you're pulling away from the bank, you're actually in forward gear, so you can makes... you can pull a huge tree into the lake. I'll, I'll have to yeah. definitely look for that. Yeah, that boat. I yeah. guess you won't be skiing people no, behind it. Then. That thing is a it is is really hard to to maneuver around the lake. It's it goes maybe five miles an hour. So but, you're able to sink one like one big section of trees one at a time right because yeah. this isn't a normal pontoon bay with sides and stuff it's all laid yeah. out flat right, right. 
Right. And uh, so that's the, that's the big, one of the big barges we have. We have a second barge. It's out of Mount or it's out of uh, hot springs right now. And it actually is a, it just has twin 150 motors on it. Right. And you can, you can pull really big trees with that just in reverse, but it also has a dump bed. So nice. you can load stuff on it and move around. Uh-huh. The cool thing is about, I talked about leveraging funding. Right. Um, when we got this project together and it was funded, uh, the Fish America Foundation heard about it. And we ended up getting an $80,000 grant from the Fish America Foundation. And we went to the Arkansas Game and Fish Commissioners and we asked for another 60000 And we're getting a... A really nice, uh, it's a 27-foot um, dump bed barge for Beaver Lake, and we can use it statewide. Wow. But it'll uh, it'll hold, it'll dump 8,000 pounds. So wow. it's, a, it's a monster, and it's going to have twin 150 motors. You're going to probably see it quite a bit in 2022 on Beaver Lake. Well, good. Um, yeah, we're excited about that. So uh, you've dumped these trees in. Where can people go and find the location of these? Okay, if you go to just agfc.com, uh-huh. you'll be able to go to our fishing page, and uh, you can actually go and 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 find those webs, find the uh, waypoints, and it, it actually are we have a uh, instructions on how to upload them to your sonar unit. Oh, all right. All the all the different, you know, like hummingbird, Lawrence, and Garmin, no and story. Garmin. You can uh-huh. just uh, and we have directions on how you can take them from our website and right. put them right on your right on your unit okay and it's at agfc.com there's another web page that if you don't have a boat or you some of these sites you know, we put about 20 sites so far that are close to bank fishing areas right and so if you don't have a boat or sonar you can uh you can go to a website it's a ag it's it's a www dot or you just look in type in uh agfc gis mapper and uh-huh. you'll you'll actually pull up a map of the lake of the of the whole state and you zoom in on beaver lake and you'll be able to find all the waypoints just looking at it on a map oh all right that'll be helpful for uh, for people that that like you say are fishing from shore and kind of looking for a spot that's got some fish right holding underneath it yep yeah well that's good uh, tell us uh do you think you can tell us in a short of um little synopsis of the overall fishing populations and yeah of, um, of like so, walleye crappie on the lake right as, as you probably know we've you've noticed we've had a lot of high water events on uh-huh. beaver lake and those high water events drive beaver lake's fishery when you mm-hmm. have a high water event when the lake floods and it gets into the flood pool from let's say march and stays high until all the way through July, September, or August, let's September, say August yeah. or September, which it has been doing. Uh-huh. That does it. That is tremendous for the fishery. Uh-huh. Um, all species of fish do really well. They get off good spawns, and then the the small fish survive. A lot of small fish survive because there's more habitat for them to spread out in, and not you know all the right. fish don't all the little fish don't get eaten. Um, also, it brings in a lot. Flooding brings in a lot of nutrients. Which right. helps out the uh, that helps out the the forage population, and so we've had so many high water years in Beaver Lake since '08. There's been at least probably six or eight high water years since '08, yep. and and that has just made fishing really good right now. The population looks really good, like and crappie, yep. 
largemouth bass is really looking good. Um, and it's just because, you know, it's driven by those high water events. Right. And you do have a nursery pond that's located adjacent to the, to the lake and you use that too, right? You utilize right. that. Yeah. And we, we do use that for, uh, for, for stocking. Uh-huh. And, uh, but the thing is when you have these high water events, I don't, I don't think it competes with the, the natural Magic. reproduction. Cause you, you know, you're talking tens of millions of fish that are naturally spawned and right. survive. And we'll put, you know, a half a million in. So it could, it could help on years. You have bad reproduction, you know, it may add uh-huh. to the fishery, but a lot of times it's, uh, it's, uh, when you, you can't compete with right. uh, huge high water events. And that's what, that's what makes fishing so good is when you have those high water events. And, and we're known for bigger walleye now too. We don't want to leave them out of the, right out of the mix <laughs> because they've, they've really, I think the population of them, they've really increased. Have they not? Yeah. Or, or the I, size, they seem to be getting more bigger ones right. that are and, out there. And, and that's a direct result of uh, Beaver Lakes walleye fishery is fairly young. Um, uh-huh. As far as a, a, you know, when it, they, the first, the first good year class of walleye was in 2008. Um, before the, when the lake, before the lake was built, right. um, there were walleye in the white river, but once the lake was impounded for some reason, walleye did not do very good. They didn't naturally reproduce very well. So the game and fish started, probably, probably cooking oil yeah. had a lot to do with that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> They're good to eat. Well, we think, uh, once that Arkansas game and fish decided to start stocking them around 2000, it took a few years. And in 2008, we had a really good walleye did really well. Uh-huh. So it's a, it's a really young fishery and it's, it's expanding right now. Right. Uh, if you compare that to bull shoals, walleye have been in bull shoals for years and right. there's, you know, and, and table rock. And, uh, you know, you can, you can see, f- we've seen 14 and 15 pound walleye wow. that come out of table rock you know, I don't think we have many of those yet in Beaver, but in the future right. we will because it's just an expanding population. Wow! And it's a uh, yeah, it's it's pretty popular. <laughs> it's real popular. They're <laughs> great eating. Yeah, and the crappie population. How's that? Is yeah, that going good too? I'd say the the crappie is very good right now, and that's all directly linked to those high water events. You know, right. when you have high water crappie, crappie do really well. They spawn, get natural reproduction, and and, uh, you know, even when you have high, you know, when you have a high water event and there's a huge amount of forage in the lake right. because of the nutrients coming in, uh-huh. even the bigger fish that are out there, they do really well because there's a lot to eat. Right. Know? So you actually, it's a win-win when you have high water events. Well, let's talk, we talked a little bit about crappie, uh, live scope and crappie fishing. That's, that's a big thing that a lot of people are talking about and the influence of guys being able to see the crappie catch the crappie catch the bigger crappie and what they're harvesting and and how are the thoughts on that for uh, beaver lake and northwest arkansas region for that so we actually uh we did in 2021 we had a we did an angler survey and that was one of the questions we asked was who you know do you have live scope right and then we were able to look at um pull out all the crappie anglers right and find out um how many they're catching live scope versus non-live scope are they you know the sizes of fish are they bigger or smaller right and we found that about a third of the uh of all the anglers out there that we interviewed had live scope 
So right. not not a huge, you know, it's not 90%, but about a third uh-huh. have live scope. And then we found that um, people that have live scope, the anglers that have live scope are catching about twice as many crappie. You know, they catch two per hour. Right. Compared to somebody that doesn't have live scope, they catch about one per hour. The interesting thing is, is we uh, we found out that uh, the guys that the pe- the anglers that do have live scope, they are uh, they're only harvesting forty percent of the time. Wow. The people that are that that don't have live scope, they're harvesting over sixty percent of the time. So you have you know the non live scope people are actually harvesting at a higher right. rate. Right. So that's you know it tells us that. At least there, there sounds to be a lot of catch and release, even in even with crappie, which is what you wouldn't think. But you wouldn't think that would be happening. Yeah, yeah. Not and the thing is, is uh-huh. we looked at it, we looked at uh, not just on Beaver Lake, but this is a uh, we looked at statewide. Yes, yeah. we had nine different creel surveys or angler surveys going on at the same time, and pretty much they showed the same thing. Wow. Well, so, but the, they still the the harvest is still controlled harvest and uh, length limits all that is controlled by your office right arkansas right. game and fish and, yeah and beaver lake has a pretty restrictive already uh uh creel limit on uh, on on crappie it's 15 per day right. you know statewide is 30 oh, and that's right. and that's that's because uh, all the white river lakes have that regulation and it's uh-huh. uh you know back in when we had all those low water years before right. 2008 the crappie fishery was not doing very good, and so they had a uh, you know they had a more restrictive creel and a ten inch minimum length limit. Does it does crappie fishing run in cycles though? That because they only what's the average? What what do they grow to? Like what what age do they start going at five? Is that the an old crappie? Five five's old. I mean, you're uh-huh. looking at um, it's taken them a couple of years to get to ten inches on beaver, right? And uh, yeah, you know, once they get to five or six years old, they've are you know they're a rear, they're fairly young lived. You know they're not they don't live very long. Uh-huh. And after you know after four or five year classes, then you start you know those older gotcha. fish are gone. You have a lot less of those big ones. And the older ones probably don't reproduce anyway. No, they're right? not. They At don't. That, they don't reproduce as well. Right. It's like a ten inch crappie or a nine inch crappie. It's very aggressive yeah. and yeah. and wanting to spawn. Mm-hmm. year round just like teenagers <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> so well that's good uh we're gonna have to have you back on the okay. show because we didn't even touch on swebco okay which is a reservoir that's over uh in gentry arkansas area not far from there and that's a, another reservoir that you guys um work yep. with and and a crazy time to be over that way because of the number of boats but right uh, but we'll have to touch on that um that takes us to Tackle Time. Tackle Time is sponsored by a couple sponsors. Pico Lures is uh, the first one, and we were talking about crappie fishing. Of course, they have iScope jig heads, which are just made for when you're using a live sonar and you're out there and you're dipping your jig in there. If you have a jig that the plastics don't tear on as easy and you can use them longer, saves you money, and Mitch made a bunch of uh, them up, and we also have bass head jigs that in all styles and shapes so you can check them out 
uh, at PicoLures.com. Uh, our other sponsor is uh, Smith Consumer Products. And <laughs> we were talking about fish that you can clean and eat, walleye and crappie and, and even stripers. People eat stripers. And so, um, you know, uh, they make fillet knives. They make all different kind of fillet knives. They also have a Mr. Crappie fillet knife. <laughs> so if you're catching crappie and you want to use a smaller knife, not this humongous blade that this one, of course, you'd be using like for a striper. Um, they have it, and they also have uh, sharpeners for uh, for knives too. You can check them out at smithproducts.com. And that takes us to uh, where they can find more information. Where can they go? Uh, website and uh, uh, Facebook, social media. Right. So we have a Facebook page up here. It's okay. uh, Fishing NWA. And uh, it's, Ar- it's put on by the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. You can look okay. up information there. We also have a, uh, a constant contact page, and I could get that information for next the next time I'm okay. on. And basically, you sign up to a, you you can get on a website, and you can uh, you can sign up to get an email, and you get a couple emails a month on different projects oh, that are going on. Right. If you don't have Facebook. Right. Yeah, you know, some a lot of people don't have Facebook. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I but can bring can that information. Way. Yeah. And right. I can bring that information next time. It's uh it's just you sign you go to a website, right? Sign up to the newsletters you want to get and you'll get two or three a month. Oh uh, good. On all the projects that we do. All right. Well that sounds good. Uh that takes us to the end of the show and like I always like to say, make sure you keep your hook sharp and your lures in the water. <laughs>